Shalom, Mishpocha. Shalom, family. Mishpocha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpocha, the family with the Jewish heart. Made up of Jewish and non-Jewish people where the middle wall of separation between Jew and Gentile finally come down to form one new man. Getting ready, Mishpocha, to blow the grandest shofar or the grandest trumpet in Zion. We want everyone everywhere to hear the good news. We want everyone everywhere to be red hot for the Messiah. Well, Mishpocha, I just had to come on myself without a guest uh, for this week because, you know, since 1977, we've had the Messianic Vision radio broadcast, and this is the last broadcast on a Monday through Friday basis we're going to have. Now, there's a reason for it. And since you're Mishpocha, that's a Hebrew word which means family, I, I wanted to talk to you about it. I've got my Mishpocha mug. I hope some of you have your Mishpocha mug. Uh, and I wanted to just kind of rehearse what God's doing with us and why we're making the changes. I believe this is a God decision. And uh, many of you know that I was raised in a traditional Jewish family. And when I was 30 years of age, I had a major crisis in my life. I had opened up a door that no one should open. But frankly, you can't watch secular TV today without seeing reference to it. Uh, It's called the New Age today. It was called the occult when I was involved. Uh, And I I went into a, a mind control course that taught me how to meditate. And when I would meditate... I would uh, actually go into a hypnotic state and invite a friend, at least that's what they called it, inside of me. Uh, The Bible calls it a familiar spirit. And I got myself demonized. Uh, If you've ever seen the movie, The uh, Exorcist, or read the book, that's what happened to me. So what does a traditional Jewish man that doesn't know his left hand from his right hand, doesn't know anything about the New Testament, doesn't know anything about Jesus, raised for 30 years in Christian America, educated at the finest uh, or one of the finest universities in America, working for one of the finest uh, firms in America, uh, Merrill Lynch as an account executive. Not one person cared enough about me to tell me about Jesus. So what am I going to do? Well, fortunately, there was a Christian that was bold enough to share his faith with me. And so I remember the worst day of my life. I was separated from my wife and my daughter. Um, I, life was just too hard. Now, I have to tell you, I was a positive thinker. I read all the positive thinking books, and positive thinking works until your first crisis. <laughs> and I had my crisis. So I didn't know where to go. If I went to my parents, they'd give their life for me. But mom, dad, I've got this evil thing inside of me. What do I do about it? They'd ship me off to the psychiatrist. Now, do you know the number one profession uh, for suicides in America? (laughs) You got it. (laughs) Jesus put it this way. If a blind man leads a blind man, I mean, they're not going to know anything about demons and uh, exorcism. Uh, well, maybe I should have gone to the Catholic Church uh, because I, uh, somehow I'd seen some movies, uh, you know, in The Exorcist, the Catholic priest holds a cross up. But no, I can't do that. I'm Jewish. And so 
uh, I, I did the, the next best thing to having a cross, at least in my mind. I went to a Jewish bookstore and I got a silver mezuzah. Uh, you see them on doorposts of Jewish homes. It has scripture in it. Um, and we Jewish people believe uh, that it, it kind of protects us. So I got this silver mezuzah on a silver cord, and I put it around my neck. By this point, these Christian friends had told me about, the, uh, about who Jesus was in the Bible. And uh, tell you the truth, I was in such a fog, I didn't know anything. I didn't know what they were saying to me. Uh, I, I just knew that life was too hard. I don't know if you've ever been at that point. I don't know if you can relate to me. But life was too hard. I didn't want to live anymore. I remember as a young boy, uh, I, I had this thought. I was home alone at night. My parents were out. And I had this thought, what happens when you die? My goodness, do you know, as I'm sharing this, I have to be obedient. God is telling me he wants to bless you. He wants you to be healed right now. There are people with pains in their neck. And if you would just move your head, you would see that the pain, even though it's been a long chronic pain, it's gone in Jesus' name. And those of you that have back problems, if you will bend over, you'll see that the pain is definitely gone. And arthritis or pain in your fingers of any kind, if you move your fingers and your wrist, you'll see that that pain is gone. In fact, in knees, in any area of your body, if you'll test it, you see you've, you've just been healed. So... Uh, I had this thought when I was a young boy, what happens if you die? And so, you know, Judaism is l'chaim, to life. And, and so uh, we don't talk about death in, in, in Judaism. Uh, but I had this thought. So I, I took my childlike imagination. And I, I tried to imagine what the world would be like if I no longer existed. <laughs> and it was so objectionable, I blocked it from my mind. Uh, because whatever was me, I didn't want it to die. But here I'm 30 years old, and I don't want to live. Life is too difficult. And so I said a, a simple prayer. I didn't even know, you know, you know, when someone is sinking and dying, they'll try anything. And I tried this Jesus my Christian friends told me about. And very soon the world is going to be darker and darker and there'll be Jewish people reaching out. And when you share Jesus with these Jewish people, they'll look like they're not interested. But at least someone was bold enough to share with me. So I knew the name of Jesus and I cried out, Jesus, help. <laughs> my iPad just fell. No problem. Uh, <laughs> I cried out, Jesus, help. And I went to bed, not caring whether I lived or died. And when I woke up, a great miracle happened. I experienced peace beyond anything I had ever felt or thought before possible. I'd never been on drugs. I'd never been an alcoholic. I don't know what that's like, frankly. But I can tell you this. The peace I had, that's what the whole world wants. It was the love of God flooded my room. If you said, Sid, I'll give you a million dollars if you'll uh, get into fear, I would say, I'm sorry, I'd like the million, but I cannot get into fear. This love that is saturating the whole room. And then I heard the voice of God. God said, return to your wife and daughter. 
And I have to tell you, I said, yes, sir. And I have had a revelation that Jesus is my Messiah. And I said, yes, sir. And I started reading the Bible. I returned to my family. Do you know, Joyce and I just celebrated our 50th wedding anniversary. Do you know that every member of my immediate family has become believers in Jesus? Uh, and, And then God put me in the oil business of all things. And he so blessed me. In fact, I was speaking at a a full gospel businessmen's uh, uh, organization once, and there there was a prophecy. And the prophecy was, Sid, you are going into a new oil business. It's the oil of the Holy Spirit. I didn't understand it, but I sure understand it today. Uh, uh, and, and so uh, we started one of the first Messianic Jewish synagogues uh, in this part of the world. I had never heard of such a thing. And since I was, there was a group of people we called our, uh, the, the organization was called the Hebrew Christian Alliance, uh, and uh, uh, and I was the president of it. I, I, I was like uh, a year or two old in the Lord. And we had a vote because that's what we do in Jewish synagogues. We vote if we're going to do something. <laughs> so we voted. Let's have a con- let let's have a service. We had one service. It evolved to one of the best messianic congregations in the world. And uh, I'm going to pick up right here because that's how how I got in to doing a radio broadcast. Uh, but I wanted to tell you that I am going to continue radio. And there are going to be many ways that you can get the radio broadcast. Uh, The easiest way is go to our webpage, sidroth.org, S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Or you can go to iTunes and just search my name, Sid Roth. Or you can get an app. Go to the App Store for your iPhone or or for your Android, uh, and uh, it's free. And just go to Sid Roth and get the ISN. That stands for It's Supernatural Network. We're going to have a one-hour show, and it's going to be different than what I'm doing right now. It's going to be so free, and it's going to be so timely because we won't have to do it months in advance. Um, And, uh, in fact, I have a vision for the future. Don't look for it right now, but it'll be in the near future, I promise you. We're going to put a few cameras in there, and then you can go to, and a lot of you don't know about it, We have a television network. It's called the It's Supernatural Television Network. Uh, And you can get that network, which will have the radio show, but you can get all of our archives, 700 of our uh, archives, and it's in high definition. Imagine, you could get, in fact, let let me read you an interesting testimony about our network. Uh, I do leave the new ISN playing even if we aren't home, because among the many anointed CDs and DVDs I have received through this ministry, there just isn't the same atmosphere as the interviews have. And I'm finding people that have our TV network on. uh, Just, I mean, can you imagine at lunch, you just press the app 
and you can see in high definition 700 shows, and then we have brand new shows coming on the air. Well, we're going to have a prophetic cooking show. Uh, we're going to have uh, direct uh, reports from Israel. I'll be able to be live on this network. Uh, I, I am asking you to stay with us. I mean, family should stay together. And I consider you mishpocha. I consider you family. And I want you to join us for our one-hour special show on the network. Remember, you can go to SidRoth.org, get us on the web or iTunes, search Sid Roth, or the ISN app where you can get both the TV and the radio. Uh, just uh, go, go to the app store and put in Sid Roth, and I'll pick up right here on tomorrow's broadcast. Call our order-only line. 1-800-447-2697. 1-800-447-2697. Now, on yesterday's broadcast, I was kind of rehearsing some of our history. So we started one of the first Messianic Jews, certainly the first I had ever heard of, Messianic Jewish congregation, and I knew nothing. I was senior man in the Lord, and I was about a year old in the Lord uh, in this, this this group of Jewish believers in the Messiah. Uh, but we would have our meeting, and I remember I went to my Orthodox Jewish father, and I said, uh, Dad, I'm going to have a Shabbat service. Now, you have to understand, he thinks, I believe in Jesus, and I want to have a Shabbat service, and the two don't make any sense. And so what did, what did he do? He kicks me out of the house. So, I, you know, I went to the synagogue. I went to a traditional synagogue, but I despised—let me explain why. As a Jewish person, I learned to read Hebrew, and I'm very grateful that I do it. So I would go to a two, three, four, five, six, eight-hour service, all in Hebrew, that I didn't understand one word. You put a kid in that environment, and they're not going to like it. <laughs> it wasn't abnormal. Uh, so I, tr- I purposely learned as little as I possibly could. So I didn't know how to do a Shabbat service, but th- this whole group, we had an election, and they said, we want to have a Messianic Jewish congregation. So what did I do? Uh, we we um, had our first service, and a miracle happened. A Jewish man came to the Lord that was an Orthodox Jewish man that was a cantor. And so all of a sudden, our Messianic Jewish congregation had a cantor. His name was Cantor Bernie Rubenstein. And so it, it became one of the flagship Messianic congregations in the country. But then after a couple of years, I realized I really don't know anything. We need a Messianic Jewish rabbi. So we found a Messianic Jewish rabbi in Miami, Florida, that had lost his congregation. I never found out why. And we had a congregation without a Messianic Jewish rabbi. And uh, I, I think they said he was too Jewish for them or something, but I didn't understand stuff like that. Uh, and so we, we brought Manny Brotman up. Uh, and he, I'll tell you what, he preached messages like I've never heard before about Jesus, all from the Old Testament. I found out that there's nothing new in the New Testament. It's all in the Old Testament if you have eyes to see it. Uh, and uh, uh, But before he came up, let me tell you what the service was like. When I didn't know anything, 
as good as Manny was, and he's in heaven right now, when I didn't know anything, it was better. I knew nothing. All I knew was Jesus was real. I didn't know the Bible. I didn't know anything. And so we would have our service. We'd sing a little bit. uh, And then I would give an invitation. And at least one Jewish person or more would come to the Lord every service. So what did we do for the second service? I didn't have to do a message because the next person that, 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 that came to the Lord, they're the ones the week before when they came to the Lord, they gave them, they then the next week gave the message. Uh, and it was, I mean, it was exciting. I didn't realize how exciting it was. Every week, Jewish people were coming to the Lord, and then the next week, they'd share their testimony of how they came to the Lord. Now, one of the first people that came to the Lord was Cantor Bernie Rubinstein. And uh, we, uh, this fellow, Manny Brotman, when he started, when he came up and became a rabbi, I volunteered my services to him because, uh, frankly, God was so blessing my oil business, I didn't have to work too much, and I was making lots of money. So I, I learned Messianic Jewish evangelism from one of the best, Manny Brotman. And then one day, Manny said, um, I've been offered to do a radio show. Uh, Sid, I want you to be the announcer. And I said, no, Manny, I don't want to be the announcer. I don't want to be behind the microphone. I want to be on the business side. And he said, look, you understand me better than anyone else. You've spent all this time uh, learning what I know. Uh, You are the announcer. And I have to tell you, I said, okay. And I figured I could just ad lib it. And I got, I couldn't even get out an announcement. It was awful. So Manny, after a while, said, I'll tell you what, go home, write it out, and then come back. And I did it, and I got through the announcement. But then a very peculiar thing started happening. Every time Manny was supposed to do the radio broadcast, he had an appointment and couldn't come every time. So if I didn't do the interview, there would have been no radio show. So kicking and screaming, that's how I got into radio. And I found out God had given me a gift in this. And so since 1977, Messianic Vision has been on there Monday through Friday. And as a matter of fact, we got a hold of one of the first radio shows I ever did. Would you like to hear that? Guess who it is? Cantor Bernie Rubenstein. It's That beautiful theme music was sung by Mrs. Betty Grinitsky, a Messianic Jewish believer from Baltimore, Maryland, and I just want to publicly thank the Lord for her life and for the voice that he's given her. My special guest in the studio is Bernie Rubenstein, a a good friend in the Messiah, the cantor of Beth Messiah Synagogue in Washington, D.C. Welcome to the Messianic Vision. Shalom. Shalom, Bernie. I was told by my friend to read the 53rd chapter of Isaiah. And I read it, and I reread it, and I didn't quite understand what it meant. I began to question my rabbi concerning the significance of this. If indeed the suffering servant is Israel, how can Israel suffer for the sins of Israel? I said, 
logically speaking, this doesn't even make sense. I said, it seems to me, just by reading this, that we are talking about a suffering servant. One man, even in terms of the grammatical structure, as it is found in the original Hebrew, it is not talking of a group of people. It is talking about one man who will come for the purpose of bearing upon himself the sins of his people, Israel. Well, when you, I mean, you knew this, what did the rabbi retort to this? His retort to me was, was a question. He said, what has prompted you to ask me these questions? What was your answer? I said, I'm looking for truth. And I told him very, very frankly, I said, I am not concerned about blaspheming against the traditions of my people. I'm concerned about finding out what is God's will in my life. Bernie, Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom to you, Bertie. I'm looking forward to you coming back on Monday. And all my mishpocha, all my family out there, the Messianic family. Until Monday, this is Sid Roth, a voice crying over the airwaves. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. The Bible tells us of God's unending, eternal love for the nation Israel. God says, I will bless those that bless my people. He that touches Israel touches the apple of God's eye. And now, more than ever, we are admonished to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for the peace of Well, I have to tell you, I didn't even recognize my voice <laughs> when I heard that. And it, it was two weeks, so it's two CDs, and it really is historic. It's back in 1977. And because you're Mishpocha, because you're family, uh, I want you to have these two. Uh, and I want you to know, for your gift of any size, what it's going to go for. It's going to go for setting up our It's Supernatural television network. I mean, it's on the air, but for the overhead, etc., because we don't ask for money on this network. It's an amazing uh, network. Uh, and uh, uh, it's going to go for our project of mailing evangelistic books all over the world to Jewish people. We've mailed over 2 million or distributed over 2 million of my book. They thought for themselves. I'll, I'll get into that a little later on in the week. Uh, it's going to go for our television shows. Did you know we're on the air 28 times a week in Israel? Uh, we're on in the nation uh, Ukraine. We're on in a nation Ukraine on secular TV in Israel. It's Christian and secular. Uh, we're on Discovery Network in the United States. Do you imagine how many unsaved people that we're reaching? Uh, and, and there are so many different programs that we are doing for evangelism. We even have a program to reach Muslims, which we can't talk about, but I got a letter I'll read sometime during this week about a Muslim person that came to the Lord. Well, my guest is red hot for the Messiah. My guest happens to be me. <laughs> I'm the only one on this week. Uh, of course, the Holy Spirit is with me. And uh, how about you? Can you sense the presence of the living God? 
um, I am I am I am developing such intimacy with God that I'm beginning to sense His presence wherever I go. Uh, and when you sense His presence, that means He's there. And when He's there, that means you're not doing it by yourself. And it reminds me, I was talking yesterday about how I got into radio, kicking and screaming. I did not want to be behind the microphone and radio. Don't you know that, God? And so what does that do? Um, you know, there's certain names for God. Well, with me, he's El Shove. He shoved me <laughs> into radio. And guess what? TV, same thing. I mean, I'm minding my own business. Uh, I'm not even thinking about a television show. And I get a phone call from a Jewish believer who's a friend of mine. And she said, Sid, I have just deposited $25,000 in an account in your name uh, at Crossroads Television Network in Canada for you to do your television show. And before I could tell her I don't have a television show, she hung up. Well, I had met a crazy Jewish believer by the name of Warren Marcus. And uh, Warren and I had done a few projects together, and he had gone out to Toronto, and he got drunk in the spirit, uh, and he hasn't been the same since. Uh, and so Warren was a TV producer. So I said, Warren, help. I remember when I got saved, I said, Jesus, help. Well, this time I said, Warren, help. And so somehow we put together a television show. Uh, and uh, Warren was worried that I, that I, I kind of knew radio by this point, but he knew I didn't know anything about television. So <laughs> he set up, uh, you should have seen the set of the first television show. Uh, uh, maybe I'll let you see it sometime. I, I, I had uh, an associate producer at that time. Her name was Janie Duvall. And we put her in a little box, uh, like in the producer's box behind me. And you could see her giving me instructions and things like that. Uh, and I mean, it is, you know, despise not uh, small beginnings. That's all I can tell you. But I did not want to do television. I was shoved into television. I didn't even want to come to Charlotte and, 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 and have this wonderful uh, It's Supernatural television network that we have. I was shoved into Charlotte. I'll get into that in a, in a, in a few minutes. But um, today on television, we are throughout the world. Do you know we are on a Hispanic network that covers North, Central, and South America? And the show is it's it's in lip sync, uh, which is the uh, uh, the best translation. It looks exactly like I'm speaking Spanish, and it's all over the world right now. Did you know our show is in Russian? all over the former Soviet Union. It's the number one watch. It's on Christian TV there. It's the number one one watched show on Christian television throughout the entire Soviet Union. Did you know we're on secular television in the Ukrainian language in Ukraine? Did you know we're on Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan, <laughs> in the Farsi language, I mean, we're, I, I, I get so much email from people that watch our, our television show, uh, and a lot of people aren't even aware we have the It's Supernatural television network right now. Uh, and in fact, if you go to your computer or, you, or do, you have a, do you have a smartphone? Go to your smartphone, go to the App Store, 
and look up Sid Roth's It's Supernatural. Uh, just, you know, type in Sid Roth. It's free. And you'll get over 700 of our high-definition television shows, plus all the new shows we're bringing on, uh, and there's no charge for it. I I tell you, it's one of the most unique networks. And, of course, you have heard that uh, God has directed us uh, to go off of daily radio. This is the first time since 1977, and this week is our last week for daily radio. But you can go right to, there are actually three different ways of doing this. You can go to iTunes and search on Sid Roth and subscribe to the free Messianic Vision podcast. Uh, You can open the app store on your phone or tablet. You can search Sid Roth and download our ISN app. ISN, again, stands for It's Supernatural Television Network. So there's many ways, and it's all free. But I wanted to talk just a little bit this week about the purpose of the radio, the purpose of the television, because we're going to be doing a one-hour radio show similar to what you've been listening to on a 15-minute basis, and eventually we'll have cameras and you'll be able to watch it. As a matter of fact, Uh, Some of you may even have the Roku device. You can uh, add the It's Supernatural Network channel to your Roku device. Um, And because the ISN channel is on Roku, and you can stream hundreds of archived episodes of It's Supernatural and our exclusive programs, all in high definition. So there's many, many different ways that you can do this. In fact, what I'd like to do is... Everyone that writes us, we're making available, it's quite an archive, uh, my first radio interview for Messianic Vision. It's Cantor Bernie Rubenstein. Uh, and we're making his two weeks, his, his two CDs, the first two weeks. It's a historic item. Uh, and everyone that writes in for a, a gift of any size, uh, and, and I want you to know these gifts, we are debt-free, and these gifts Go towards reaching Jewish people with the gospel. Uh, John 4, 36 says, And he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life, that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. Because in addition to the It's Supernatural television show going all over the world, uh, we also uh, have our book, It's They Thought for Themselves, uh, we have over two million in print. Uh, over a million in North America have been mailed to Jewish people. Over a million to Russian uh, Jewish people in the Russian language, um, and we're about ready to do it in the Spanish language with our new Spanish network. And it's going to be in multiple languages. Uh, we have—I I have to tell you—there are many people doing humanitarian works for Israel and Jewish people. And I applaud that because I happen to be Jewish. I happen to have dual citizenship. I'm Israeli as as well as American and proud of both. Um, But it is very, very important that in addition to humanitarian work, he who reaches souls is wise. Very few ministries are reaching Jewish people with the gospel. So for a gift of any size, 
that your money would be plowed into Jewish evangelism of all types. Uh, We recently did an evangelistic meeting in Israel um, in which I shared, and there were 250 unsaved Jewish people in Jerusalem of all the cities in Israel, and better than 98% of the people stood up and made professions of faith, and then we got them into discipleship. Friends of mine that live in Israel said they've never seen so many Jewish people turn to the Lord. Why? This is the set time to favor Zion. So your gifts will be plowed into Jewish evangelism. And uh, what I'll do is I'll send you a card on the various ways you can get our new Messianic Vision one-hour radio show and all of our television shows. There's no charge for any of it, and we'll send you that card. So be sure to uh, call or write today uh, for a gift of any size. And I, I wanted to talk about my book they thought for themselves. Many of you don't know the history of they thought for themselves. Uh, I had a dream. And in the dream, it's kind of funny in a way, but remember, it was a dream. God came to me. And this is what God said. More Jewish people will come to the Lord through your books than anything you've ever done. And in my dream, I said, oh, God, my testimony book, it's finally going to take off. And God said, No, your book of Jewish testimonies. And before I could tell God I didn't have a book of Jewish testimonies, I woke up. And you know what I did? I called 10 of my friends, and we put together a book of Jewish testimonies, 10 of them. We called it They Thought for Themselves. And we have mailed or passed out 2.5 million that we have distributed throughout the world. So when God tells you to do something, and God has told me to do a very special radio broadcast, and I pray uh, that you write for the card so you can find the various ways that you can get our radio broadcast, and we have our It's Supernatural television network in high definition. I mean, we have people that are uh, tuning in to the It's Supernatural television network, and they're sitting down for eight hours hours watching it. But during, I can picture you during your lunchtime. Uh, you, you, you can watch a show. You can watch a part of a show. It's in high definition right on your cell phone. I mean, the technology is so amazing. But uh, we're mishpucha. We're family. And family sticks together. So mishpucha, I want you to come on our various platforms that, that you'll find out about and be able to listen to Messianic Vision Radio. Be able to watch It's Supernatural. So call a right today. I'll be back tomorrow. Call our order-only line, 1-800-447-2697. 1-800-447-2697. I was talking on yesterday's broadcast about they thought for themselves. And I remember I was writing a letter after God gave me a dream, and he told me more Jewish people would come to know him through this book than anything I had ever done. Um, And uh, it was really a funny story. I told you about it on yesterday's uh, broadcast. Um, But when I'm writing the letter, I wrote, we want to raise the money for one to distribute one million books. And I looked at that, and I said, Nah, 
we'll never be able to distribute one million. I want to send it to one million Jewish households. We went out to a list broker. We bought the names and addresses of Jewish people in North America. And but I read it and I said, I can't say this because, frankly, I don't. That's a lot of money. I mean, do your own math. I mean, this is a big book. And then the postage, a million. I can't. So I argued with myself, hopefully with the Lord, too. And he won. And we put a million. Uh, And Bob, uh, who who takes care of writing things and newsletters and stuff like that, um, uh, I think he kind of choked a little when he saw the million also. Uh, But we sent it out. And do you know? To date, we have mailed 1.3 million in North America. Do you know to date we have distributed 1.3 million in Russian throughout the former Soviet Union? I mean, God didn't just do a million. He did two and a half million. I mean, God will do exceedingly abundantly beyond anything you ever ask or think according to the power that dwells. You know where it dwells? In us. Say, his power dwells in me. Say it out loud. His power dwells in me, and I can do exceedingly abundantly beyond anything I even think or ask according to the power that dwells within me. And I could tell you, I want to tell you about my two favorite stories of Jewish people that have gotten the book. Uh, One is a rabbinical student that studied in Israel, studied in uh, other parts of the world, studied in yeshivas in Canada. Um, uh, I mean, he, he went to yeshiva in Israel. He gets a hold of my book and he calls me up and he said, Sid, I'm really torn. I don't know what to do. I read your book. It answers a lot of questions. But this is my whole life. I'm a a rabbi. All I've done my whole life is study Torah. Uh, and, And so he's going on and on and on. And I said to him, you know what? The more you talk, the more convinced I am that you already believe Jesus is the Messiah. He said, Yes. I said, well, then you have to say it with your mouth in a prayer. Can we pray? And I had the high privilege of leading this rabbinical student to the Lord. And do you know what else happened? I turned on the Jewish network. Uh, There's something called the Jewish network on on, uh, satellite. Uh, And uh, I don't even know what the name of it is. I found it one day. I just happened to turn it on. And this rabbi is on giving the boldest witness that Yeshua is the Jewish Messiah. And just think, that's just one story of all of those books that have been distributed worldwide. And the truth is, we're still doing it. We have so many projects to reach Jewish people because this is the set time to favor Zion. And then my second favorite story is an Orthodox Jewish woman who I spoke to on the phone. She got a hold of the book, they thought for themselves. She read it, 
And she went abyssal meshuga. That's Hebrew for she went a little crazy uh, because uh, she was not just Orthodox. She was in a Hasidic sect of, of Judaism uh, that uh, it, it's all community. They're all together. Uh, I mean, it's a whole life. She's counting the costs now, and she recognizes it could cost me my marriage. It could cost me my family. I could get tossed out without, uh, without anything. I mean, that's what happens uh, in these communities. So she goes into her bedroom. She closes the door. She gets down on her face, and she says, God, please forgive me. Kill me if I'm wrong, but tell me the truth. Is Yeshua the Jewish Messiah? And this is what she told me, and I heard with my own ears. She said, all of a sudden, I don't know if I was in my body or out of my body. Remember, she knows nothing about the New Testament, but all of a sudden, I see a man, and I look at his feet, and they have holes in them. And then I look up his body. He's wearing a robe, and I look at his hands, and they're pierced. And then I look at his eyes, and I saw such love. I would follow this one anywhere. And she became a believer in the Messiah. Her husband didn't know what to do with her. He, he uh, says, when I come home, I don't want to see you. You're confined to the bedroom. One day, but she's praying. One day she goes out to the store. He comes home early and he goes into that bedroom and he opens the drawer with Messianic vision literature and he reads everything. And then she comes home and he says, not only am I a believer in Yeshua, I want to become part of the It's Supernatural mentoring program. And he became a member. Oh, speaking of It's Supernatural mentoring program, wait till you hear this letter that I just got yesterday, as a matter of fact. Let me read the first part of it. Uh, It comes from another part of the world. Uh, Please help me, Sid. I watched you last night. Actually, I'm watching over five hours a day now from the beginning of July. I am trying to worship, but nothing happens to me. I want to experience the holy fire you talk about. Actually, I want to experience Jesus. I want him in my life. I love Jesus. Sid, I am a Muslim. I love Allah and Jesus. What shall I do? Jesus, help me. Pray for me, please. What should I do? Do you imagine this? A Muslim woman is watching our new It's Supernatural television network five hours a day as she's provoked to jealousy. She wants the holy fire. She wants to experience Jesus. Is this amazing? Well, it gets even more amazing than that. Before I could even answer her, she sent us $777 to send my book, they thought for themselves, to Jewish people so they can get saved. Now, tell me there isn't a God. (laughs) I'll, I'll, I'll tell you something. With every event going on in the world today, I have never in my lifetime since seen such worldwide hatred for the Jews in Israel. 
I mean, even real Christians are getting taught things that uh, discount the Jew in Israel, spiritualize it, makes them think that uh, the church is the new Israel. The church is the new Jewish people. Why? Because Israel and the Jewish people is where Jesus first came. Israel and the Jewish people is where Jesus is going to return. We are at what Paul calls the fullness of the Gentile age. We're at the point where the Bible says salvation is of the Jew, and Paul says we owe a debt of gratitude to the Jewish people, and then he gives the call for Gentile Christians. And listen and heed this well. Romans 11, 11, salvation has come to the Gentile to provoke the Jew to jealousy. And I read a scripture yesterday. I'm going to read it again. John 4, 36. He who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life, that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. We are sowing into Jewish harvest. It's very important to help Israel and Jewish people in a humanitarian fashion. But how much more important in telling them about Jesus? I mean, this, this, there's only certain times in my lifetime that I've seen Jewish people being open to the gospel. This is one of them. So here's what I'm recommending. We have so many different ways from computer to iPhone to iPad uh, to iTunes. There's so many ways you can get our radio and television show. I want to send you a card that shows you all the ways that you can do it. It's all free, by the way. Uh, Even the television network is all free. And I'm telling you, people are watching it eight hours a day and coming out doing the same things my guests are doing. I want to mentor you. I want to continue mentoring you. Um, and, And everyone that calls our 800 number or writes to us, Uh, goes on the computer, sidroth.org. I'm going to tell you how you can continue being part of our mishpacha, part of our family. And I want to send you something. Our very first two weeks of radio on uh, Messianic Vision, Cantor, Bernie, Rubenstein, these two CDs uh, for a gift of any size. Call our order-only line, 1-800-447-2697. 1 800 447 2697. Well, Mishbucha, this, although it's the last 15 minute radio show I'll be doing, I've been doing radio since 77, and I know there are people listening to me right now that have been listening since 1977. But many of you have been listening many years, and I don't want you to feel like you're losing a friend because we're, you're more than a friend, you're Mishbucha your family. And that's why we're coming out with a brand new radio show, One Hour. It'll be available on our webpage. You just go to sidroth.org. Or if you want the radio show, you can go to iTunes and search on Sid Roth and subscribe to the free Messianic Vision podcast. Uh, Or you can open the uh, app store on your phone or tablet, search Sid Roth and download our ISN app. ISN stands for It's Supernatural Television Network, uh, and and our ISN network, it's, it's amazing. It's in high definition. Any smartphone in the world. I mean, it's so many different devices that you're, you'd be able to go to to get it. 
Uh, but I, I want today I want to just say thank you. And I'd like to pray for you because it's because of you. you know, do you realize that uh, many of you that have been faithful supporters of us for years, it's because of your support we were able to mail these books to Jewish people, uh, evangelistic books. I, I don't think anyone has ever done this in history. We've mailed millions now to places like the former Soviet Union, Canada, United States. Our, our TV program is seen in Spanish, in the Spanish language, um, throughout North, Central, and South America. It's in Russian. Did you know our television show is in Russian uh, throughout the entire former Soviet Union? And did you know it's the number one show on Christian TV? Uh, we're on seven t- times a week. Did you know in Israel we're on 28 times a week on Christian and secular television? Did you know in Ukraine, in the Ukrainian language, we are on 14 times a week on secular television? Uh, did you know we're on Discovery? You can get it in almost every city of the United States. Uh, it's, I mean, we're just expanding way beyond my comprehension. Why? Because of you. If you hadn't been our foundation, we could not have moved into these areas. And I want you to know there's a scripture that I love, and it's uh, David is talking about it. And he's saying, those that have stayed with the baggage share equally with those who have fought in the front lines. So if you have ever sent us any money, your money has been used and poured into Jewish evangelism. We're debt-free. We're in Charlotte, North Carolina. We have a TV mentoring studio uh, that second to none. Our equipment, uh, we we had people uh, from uh, various secular networks come and look over our equipment, our TV cameras and, and everything, because it's state-of-the-art. Uh, it's the best, and it's all debt-free. It's all paid for. And if you had not supported us in radio, we would not be where we are right now. And I, I believe we're at a very unique time in history. It's called the set time to favor Zion. It's called the fullness of the Gentiles. You and I are alive at that moment when I became a new believer in the Messiah, coming from a traditional Jewish background. I I was uh, a minority of minorities, but now Jewish people are coming to the Lord. Back then, there was a move of God's Spirit when we started one of the first Messianic Jewish congregations uh, in, in North America. Uh, I didn't know what I was doing, but every week Jewish people came to the Lord. Why? Because I was so good? No, I hadn't even read the Bible. I knew nothing. It's because there was a move of God's Spirit. Well, I'm telling you there's a move of God's Spirit. If you're out there in the highways and byways like I am, sharing Jesus with Jewish people, you'll find out all of a sudden there is a supernatural interest. And simultaneous to that, I've never seen in my lifetime such worldwide hatred for the Jew in Israel. The only, I mean, we're going to find ourselves shortly in a rowboat 
Christians and Jews, and we're going to have to rely on each other. And I'm, I'm going to tell you this. God wants the one new man to evolve. Paul when it, was ecstatic when he says the reason Jesus came was to break down the middle wall of separation between Jew and Gentile to form one new man. And that one new man is the complete body of Messiah. And it's sort of like Gentile believers are deficient without Jewish believers in the Messiah. And Jewish believers in the Messiah are deficient without Gentile believers in the Messiah. But when you put the two together, you have the one new humanity, the full body of Messiah. And devil, it's your worst nightmare. Why do you think the devil is planting false theology? I mean, terms that I don't even want to talk about, saying that God's through with the book of Revelation. God's through with the Old Testament. Uh, God's uh, through with natural Israel called replacement theology. Well, this is pervading the church. I mean, there are whole denominations that won't invest their pension money in stocks if they do any business with Israel. They're Meshuggah. They're crazy. God says, I, God, will bless. I mean, they want to be not blessed by God. God says, Genesis 12, 3, I, God, will bless those who bless the Jewish people. I, God, will curse those who curse them? Well, I, I mean, you don't have to be a real intelligent person to want to be blessed by God. It's really simple. And for some reason, I don't know what it is, except God loved the Jewish people. He's called us to be a witness people. And for some reason, I don't know what it is. He loves non-Jews that believe in Jesus equally. I mean, I'm, I'm reminded of one of my favorite parables, uh, the uh, parable of the prodigal son. You see, I think the, the youngest son that squandered his inheritance, he's a type of the Jewish people. And the older brother is a type of the Gentile Christians. And the older brother was really upset when the Father made such a big deal of the Jews coming to the Lord, I'm reminded of what Paul says. Paul says, if it was a blessing that the Jewish people rejected their Messiah, how much greater blessing when they received their Messiah. It'll literally cause life from the dead. The resurrection power will be seen. The dead will rise. As a matter of fact, it's going to cause the resurrection of the dead. Don't you know that salvation is of the Jew? And Romans 11, 11 says salvation is come to the Gentile to provoke the Jew to jealousy. And when the two come together, we have the one new man and in the prodigal son, this is what the father, a type of God said to the older brother who was upset that there was such a fuss about Israel and the Jewish people is what he said. And he's saying this to you right now, if you're a non-Jewish believer in Jesus, everything I have is yours. There's no room for jealousy. God is love. He's got enough love for all of us. And as far as favor, I'm going to pray a prayer for you right now. I pray in Yeshua's name that you will walk in such extreme favor and flavor. Favor and flavor. What's the flavor? The flavor of God. I pray that you walk in the favor and the flavor of God all the days of your life, and you dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And forever is a pretty long time. Now, 
I want everyone, family, we stick together. I want you to write or call our 800 number or go to our webpage, sidroth.org, and I want to send you the very first two interviews I did. It's historic on Messianic vision. It was Cantor Bernie Rubenstein. I led him to the Lord. He became Cantor of one of the first Messianic Jewish congregations in the United States. Uh, and he, he was my first guest. Uh, and I interviewed him, and you'll hear the old theme music. As a matter of fact, when I was listening to myself, I thought, I don't even know who that person is. I must have had an announcer back then. And then I realized, no, I didn't have an announcer. That's me. (laughs) So I can't wait for you to get uh, those first two weeks of Messianic Vision Radio. And I'm going to send it to you for a love gift of any size. And I have to tell you, we've invested over a million dollars this year in reaching souls. And most of it is in things that uh, only heaven records. But you're partner with us, and we're debt-free. And every gift that you send is going to be used, poured into Jewish evangelism at a time where most Christians are only sending money for humanitarian works, and they'll be blessed. But how much greater blessing when you share the gospel with Jewish people. And some, the Spirit of God is moving on people. You're being healed. There's, if anyone with pain in anywhere in your body, especially in the neck, move your head, you'll see there's no pain. Uh, that crack isn't there anymore. An ear, left ear has just been open. But anything you need, pain in your hands, carpal's tunnel, any pain, you are healed in Jesus' name. Well, believe it or not, this is the last broadcast. This is the last Shabbat broadcast until you go to our new platforms. The Lord has already blessed you. The Lord has already smiled upon you. The Lord has already given you his favor. He surrounded you with his favor. The Lord has already given you gifts. Just reach your hands out and receive your gifts. The Lord has already given you his shalom, his completeness in your spirit, in your soul, and in your body. In the name of the Sar Shalom, the Prince of Peace, Yeshua HaMashiach Tzikinu, Jesus the Messiah, our righteousness. Your Adonai Panavelacha Vihonecha Isadonai Panavelacha Veasemlecha place a credit card order for today's offer, call anytime at 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or log on to our website at www.sidroth.org. To hear this week's interview or watch archives of our television show, It's Supernatural, visit our website at www.sidroth.org. 
That's www.sidroth.org. Discover how you can begin watching for free our 24-hour, 7-day-a-week TV network, ISN, the It's Supernatural Network. You can write me at Sid Roth, Post Office Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. That's Sid Roth, Post Office Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278.